Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. I have a special show today, and actually Carrie is not new to Intuitive Soul, but she is new to News for the Heart. Um, I have Carrie Cannon with me. Carrie and I started doing shows back in 2008. We did quite a few. You wrote a book, and we talked about that, and we looked into different things, and since then, we've sort of kept in touch. You've done a lot of different projects that I've been a part of, and so I'm very excited to have you back. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you so much, Laurie. It's great to be on here. Yeah. So, all right. So now things have changed. You're you're moving into a different direction, although you've been studying uh, the nature of consciousness and how our thoughts mold our experience for over 22 years. Let's talk about that. Okay. Well, I guess if we start from the beginning, um, I've always had... Uh, sort of intuitive uh, nudges and things like that. And actually, Lori, I think most people do. And um, just certain things happened in my life that led me in the direction that helped me to see that there was sort of a greater force that was molding my life, but in concert with me. And uh, so, for example, um, one example that stands out is that when I met my husband, who we're no longer together, but that's really not relevant. We, I was getting these nudges to move to Minnesota because the man I was going to marry was there. And at the time, I wasn't. my brother was living there, and I wasn't very close to my sister. Or, I mean, I wasn't very close to my brother, but I was closer to my sister. And I kept thinking, well, if I'm going to make a leap of faith, why don't I just leap to North Carolina where my sister lives instead of where my brother lives in Minnesota. And every time I had that thought, I got this intuitive nudge that said, you have to move to Minnesota because the man you're going to marry is there. Now, when you're thinking of making a change like that, um, you know, you think about it a lot. So probably a thousand times a day, I thought of leaping to North Carolina instead of Minnesota. And I got that intuitive nudge, you have to move to Minnesota because the man you're going to marry is there. And then Okay, and everything in my life seems to happen in February for whatever reason. I don't know. So this was February um, February 12th. No, yes, February 12th, I arrived in, in St. Paul, Minnesota. February 13th, my brother took me on an office tour of the place that he was working. And I met, uh, you know, his coworkers and this guy there who was rather goofy and obviously liked me. And my brother had invited him and this other woman over to his apartment that night. Um, but he said, yeah, he probably won't show up because he doesn't like this other woman. And I, I'm thinking to myself, of course he's going to show up. I'm there. <laughs> and so he showed up and the, the woman asked me what I was going to do on Valentine's Day because that was the next day. And I said, I don't know. And then I turned to him and I said, well, what are you doing? And he said, I don't have any plans. So I said, I'm going out with him. And um, he stood me up. But <laughs> the next week we, we actually had our first date and then we got married. So, you know, that was one thing that happened. But there are other things that happened even prior to that and even after that that led me to understand that there's more going on here than what I can perceive from my perceptual reality. So that has really 
been the focus of my work, learning how to love the self, because to me, it's all a part of the self. So self-love is my focus, but my, my understanding of the self has really expanded over the years. Right. Well, and you did, your book that you wrote was um, the divine, um, Uncovering the Divine Within. Right. And that was really, that was kind of what we did our shows on back in 2008 and 2009, and maybe even some in 2010. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I can see how that expanded consciousness or your, your intuition has been kind of guiding you. Um, I know last year you were working with Tom Palladino, um, and that I'm sure, uh, assisted you to, to sort of expand consciousness and get more healing and things. He's kind of a, a fascinating, uh, guest that I had on my show. Um, so tell me a little bit about where you're headed now. Okay, well, it's interesting that you bring up Tom because he was actually brought into my life because of a, another experience I had. Um, I was in a situation where I was making decent money, but I was working my butt off all the time and I was always stressed out about money and getting projects done and deadlines finished. And I put out, I, I put out a call. I actually wrote to um, Silent Unity and asked – I said, I don't know if there's any such thing as divine intervention, but if there is, I see this pattern in my life where I'm always like freaking out about money and, you know, working my butt off to, to create it. And I want something different. And within a half an hour, I came across this woman's work where she could do what I'm doing now. Um, and she could sort of direct consciousness on behalf of other people to sort of remove obstacles and imprint something different. And um, I wanted I this is a half an hour after I put in this this request. And so um, immediately all of that income from those controlling elements went away. And that was 90 percent of my income at that point. And um, but the odd thing was to me that when I reached the point where I felt like I should be panicking about money, I was in this state of infinite peace and infinite patience. And I knew that if it could be taken away that quickly, it could also come in just as quickly. And then I connected with Tom Palladino and I was working with him for a while. And that afforded me the opportunity to, you know, connect with my own network, my network of people like yourself and um, help facilitate his growth. And in that, um, I was able to work on my own gifts as well and to develop this this gift because the woman who had done that on my behalf, I wanted more of her. I wanted to do a private consultation. I wanted to do some work with her, but I found out that she's not doing it anymore. And I saw that there was an opening. So I decided to train myself on how to do it. And the response has been really tremendously overwhelming. Can you give us an example of what this looks like or what this means? Yes. Um, so, um, I I can just do it. Uh, So everybody who's listening on this call right now is probably going through some sort of challenge. And we can just leave that open because consciousness, which runs in through and as every single person knows exactly what's going on in your life. It's not like I need to, you know, be specific and and tell it, okay, you know, um, Julia broke her finger and she's in a lot of pain and take that away. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter um, what that is because from my understanding 
and from my experience, the consciousness that is everything is also our awareness. So it's the awareness that feels when your fingers are rubbing together. It's the awareness that sees the experience that you're having. It's the awareness that feels things, your emotions within your body. It's the awareness that hears the sound of my voice. And it's also the awareness that knows that there's something going on, that you have a block somewhere. And it's also the awareness that knows how to release that block because this is the awareness that is in everyone. So if there's anyone on the planet who is thriving in a way where you are facing a challenge, then that same awareness knows what it's like to be thriving. And it also knows what it's like to be challenged. And we get in our way because of our perceptual awareness of who we believe that we are. You know, we believe that we're Carrie or we believe that we're Lori, but really we're so much more expanded than that. And if we just tap into to that consciousness, if we just access that, we can change everything. And, you know, it's funny because we, for me, it's easier for me to help other people than it is myself because I'm attached to my stuff. I'm not attached to somebody else's stuff. So it's, it's easier for me to, to move things around in the consciousness of somebody else at this point than it is for me to necessarily do it on my own. However, I am also doing it on my own and I'm seeing amazing shifts happen as well. So this is a learning process for everyone and we never, never, ever stop growing. So that's the awesome, amazing thing. But so right now, if you'd like, I can do like a little demonstration. Cool. And um, so when I talk about like when I do these, I kind of go free flow and just to give a little, um, you know, heads up. I might use the word God, I might use the word consciousness, I might use the word universe, I might use, you know, many different other words. And to me, it all means all of that. You know, it means the thing that connects everything. And people call it by different names, people have different religions around it, whatever it is that you want to call that, that feels most most comfortable to you, you can just replace that word with whatever it is that I'm saying, but just have the awareness and understanding that that's what I'm talking about. And so first what I'll do is I will um, talk about, I'll go through and release resistance, judgment, guilt, shame, and blame. Because a lot of people have that and that's what keeps people stuck. So some people move faster than others in this work and, you know, let go of things a lot more quickly than others through this work. Um, And a lot of that has to do with, you know, feelings of not deserving and shame and guilt and judgment and all of that. So we'll do that first. Thank you, divine consciousness that lives in, in, through, and as every single person listening to my voice right now and in this recording. Thank you for removing the obstacles that are in the way of the challenge that they're experiencing right now as this person is feeling a challenge right now in their life, as they've been dwelling on this challenge in their life, as they've been feeling this challenge in their life. Thank you for using the infinite intelligence of the universe to remove the guilt, shame, blil- guilt, shame, blame, judgment, all of the negative attractors that that's, this person has been feeling in relation to this thing. Everything that this person feels is keeping them stuck in this state of being. Thank you for removing that from their consciousness now. Thank you for also removing this 
from the consciousness going down their mother's side of the family and their father's side of the family through their lineage and transforming their genetic imprint and the DNA going back 10 generations on their mother's side of the family and their father's side of the family to remove all guilt, shame, blame, self-judgment, criticism, and all of the negative attractors that have kept negative things in this person's life. Thank you for replacing that consciousness through every level of consciousness in the subconscious mind and the conscious mind in the physical body and the etheric body through every strand of DNA that this has. And thank you for rewiring this person's neural pathways and neural receptors so that they no longer have those feelings of guilt, shame, blame, judgment, and all of the things that they've inherited from their family lineage. Thank you for removing that from them and from their family lineage so that they now have a new consciousness that they have inherited from 10 generations of their family lineage so that they now feel free and they feel free to be themselves and they feel free to be who they are and they know that they can be, do, and have anything and they release the need to feel self-judgmental. So thank you for replacing those negative attractor fields with positive attractor fields that encourage expansion and growth and a lightness of heart so that this person can feel totally accepting of who they are, regardless of what the situation presents itself as. So thank you for removing the negativity and replacing it with a new consciousness and creating new neural pathways and new neural receptors so that this person feels vibrant, happy, and joyful just for being themselves. So thank you for replacing this going down 10 generations on the mother's side of the family and the father's side of the family of this person so that they inherit this new consciousness. And thank you for making this consciousness something that they pass down through their entire, through everyone in their family, going now and forevermore, now and forevermore, through the rest of their family, through all of their descendants. Thank you for creating this new consciousness that their descendants inherit from this person that makes them feel free to be themselves and totally self-accepting. And thank you for for doing this now. It is already done. It is already done for if it is in the mind of consciousness, which is what we are right now, if it is in the mind of consciousness that is a possibility, it is already done. So thank you for removing all of the obstacles. Thank you for opening all the doors and windows of this person's consciousness so that they now experience this in their lives. It is already done. It is already done. It is already done. Thank you. And so it is. And then take a deep breath and push it all out. And then take another deep breath and push that all out too. And so that is to release the guilt and shame. And then what I'll do next is I'll just go into another one where I will um, take the biggest challenge that this person is having, have consciousness remove that challenge because now that we have the guilt, shame, blame and all of that out of the way, um, then it, it'll be easier for a consciousness to work within the awareness of the, the perceptual individual because um, that stuff is out of the way. So now I'll, I'll work on that. Let me center myself. Thank you, divine consciousness that lives in, through, and as the person listening to my voice right now. Thank you for addressing the challenge that they have. Thank you for knowing, knowing, already knowing what this person wants, what their desire is, the thing that, that they want, 
and why this thing in their life is a challenge. It's a challenge because they're not accepting of this thing right now. So thank you for removing all of the limiting thoughts, all of the limiting beliefs through every strand of DNA, through every level of consciousness across all time, space, dimension, and reality, going down their mother's side of the family and their father's side of the family that tell them that this is not possible or that something needs to be a certain way or the strings that are attached to this thought or idea that tells this person that they can't have exactly what they want because the thing that they exactly want is the thing that consciousness wants for them. There is no limit to the amount of joy and fulfillment that consciousness can bring because there's always more there's always more so thank you for removing the the negative attractor fields in this person's life that are causing them to have this challenge and thank you for aligning all of their energy with this thing that they so desperately would love to have in their lives and thank you for removing it across all time space dimension and reality through every strand of dna down their genetic lineage and moving forward now and forevermore. And thank you for replacing that with a new consciousness where this person feels free, where they know that whatever it is that they want is already theirs. It is already theirs because if it's an idea within consciousness, it is already theirs. It would not be presented to them as an idea of something that they can have unless it was already there. So thank you for removing all of the obstacles and the blocks that are in the, this way, the way of this person so that they now have this new awareness and this new consciousness. They can boldly step forward taking their little baby steps doing whatever it takes and thank you for attracting them to the circumstances and experiences and people that show them that they are on the right path that they are in the flow and thank you for removing all of the jams all of the energetic jams and obstacles that are within this person's energetic field that tell them that they can't have it and replacing it with a new clarity and a new new flow within their lives so thank you for already doing this on this person's behalf it is already done it is already done it is already done thank you it is already done okay now take a deep breath and push it all out all out of your body and then take another deep breath and push that all out again so that's an example wow that's uh, that's pretty powerful. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's funny because I can't, you know, when I'm doing that, I don't obviously experience it myself. I'm just sort of giving it. And I've gotten a lot of really great uh, feedback. Like some people feel like there's, uh, like, they'll feel a pain in some part of their body. And that is, um, you know, that's reflective of like the energy leaving there, you know, of that being um, whatever energy is stuck in that part of their body. If they have like a chronic something going on, um, you know, that's indicative of that energy shifting around and moving. Some people feel like their crown chakra opening. Some people feel, um, you know, different vibrations within their body. And um, it just means that it's working, that mm. the energy is, you know, working for them. So you said a lot of really fascinating things while you were doing the um, the healing. And obviously, you know, talk a little bit about the fact that if you, you know, if we already have the thought, it's already done because it's in our consciousness. And if we didn't have it in our consciousness, it wouldn't be available to us. So talk a little bit about that and what that means to you. Well, that to me means that we live in this field of infinite possibilities, which we've heard that and it's kind of cliche at this point, but it's true. So every time we have a thought about anything, it's, oh, and I don't believe in original thought. I don't believe that any of thoughts originate within us. I believe that we are open 
to the thoughts that can come in through and through us. But I don't believe that there is any thought that we can grab onto that is a, an original thought. So there could be some place out in the universe that has things going on, you know, on a different planet or whatever, whether you believe in, you know, whatever, within within the higher realms or, or a higher level of consciousness that may not have come to you before or may not have even come to anybody on this planet before, but it's still there. There's a thought that's there, and that thought is there within consciousness. And so my perception is that if it's a thought within consciousness and if you are aware enough to have it enter your experience of being a possibility for you, then you have magnetically attracted the possibility of that experience to yourself. So that thought then you're, you become magnetic to, you know, to that thought. And so from that, that's kind of the universe saying, Hey, how, what do you think about this? What would you like this? Would you like that? And, um, offering sort of offering a buffet, um, uh, in a lot of my, um, my, uh, usernames and things like that. I use cosmic buffet, which is a great sort of analogy for that. Um, so, you know, you are being presented with the cosmic buffet of all possibilities. And it's your ability to say, yes, I choose this. I choose that. I choose this experience that allows it to come in. And you have to actually choose. You have to choose. You have to say, Am I going to be a victim of my circumstance and experience or am I going to choose differently? And it needs to be a deliberate choice. You can't if you walk around just letting life happen to you, then life will just happen to you and you'll see and you'll focus on different things that you've always focused on. And, you know, those the things that you focus on are the things that you choose. So if you choose to uh, focus on an idea of something that may be something you never thought of before, but you, you look at that and you're like, wow, how could I do that? What would it take for me to achieve that? What would it take for me to achieve that? As you ask those questions to yourself from your choosing, the universe will open up doors for you to show you what it would take for you to achieve that. And then naturally, as a state of you know, putting you in the place of where you need to be, you will do the things that will lead you in that direction. So for example, and people think, oh, well, I don't know what to do. And it's not true because everything that you feel like doing in any moment is the appropriate thing to do. If you're doing something in the moment that feels grueling to you or that you feel like, oh, I just don't want to do this, then, and you feel like that's what you have to do in order to achieve the desired result, you are not in the flow. You are not listening to your intuition. And a good way of getting yourself in alignment with that thought is to do a morning morning meditation practice and just ask yourself, you know, maybe a hundred times, um, what would it take for me to achieve this? What would it take for me to achieve this? What would it take for me to achieve this? And this is something I learned from um, Christy Marie Sheldon, um, which is to say um, anything in the way of that delete, uncreate, and transmute. So, you can say, what would it take for me to achieve this? Anything in the way of that, delete, uncreate, and transmute. Um, and then you'll see that as your day goes by, you'll feel inspired. You'll feel like, I, w- I need to write a letter to Lori Houston because I just 
feel like it. I don't know why. I just feel like it. Um, or, you know, I want to do this thing just because I feel like it. And the things that you just naturally feel like doing are the things that will bring you to that desired result. Okay. Can you back up to the delete, that, that statement that you made about the delete? I can't even. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything in the way of that. So write this down, people. <laughs> anything in the way of that. Delete, uncreate, and transmute. Okay. Okay. So anything that's in your way, you say delete, uncreate, and then transmute? Uh-huh. Okay. And then that will help for consciousness to know what's going on because consciousness is all of everything. So it knows. It knows. It knows. So it will then go in and it will work, you know, on the super conscious level of your, through your perceptual reality. And it will remove those obstacles that are in the way. Okay. And it'll become a natural process. It'll be natural to you. Hmm. Okay. Um, why don't we go to our first break? You are listening to News for the Heart. We are getting to the heart of what matters. If you want to connect with Carrie, go to HealingCenter.com. That's HealingCenter.com, and you can get uh, more information about Carrie Cannon. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications as well as natural, clairsentient, and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to, as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness, as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better? Why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com. Or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. We are getting to the heart of what matters. My co-host today is Carrie Cannon. You can get more information about Carrie if you go to her website, 
HealingCenter.com. That's HealingCenter.com. We're talking about the nature of consciousness. Now, you gave us a really powerful example and uh, I guess a meditation earlier in this, in this the last uh, segment. What really, what really um, allowed you, like what events led up to you discovering that you have this gift? I have always um, had some sort of telepathic understanding and a couple experiences that I've had have been after my grandfather died. And this is when I was living in the Cayman Islands about 22 years ago. So this is like the very beginning of this journey. Um, I had a conversation with him and I realized that it was a real conversation. Like I had a conversation with him and he responded to me and there were things that he sort of told me that I never really knew before. So that was one experience. And, um, you know, I mentioned the, the experience, you know, in meeting my husband and I had this friend who was actually the first, very first love of my life. And, um, when, I don't know, probably about 10 years ago, or more, actually, um, he went to Romania to help AIDS orphanages to raise money. And he met this woman there who was his guide, and they became lovers, and then they got married. And he decided, you know, he, we kind of kept in touch over the years. And um, he actually died uh, about maybe six years ago, or I, I don't know. He, I think they actually got more married longer, but it doesn't really matter. So after he died, he died of a brain tumor. He was living in Romania. Um, I was chatting with his wife on Skype, asking her how she was doing. And, and, and I've always had this ability to connect with people who I want to connect with. Like if there's a, a somebody who I want to connect with and I want to just sort of feel them energetically, Jupiter, or they can be in the next galaxy and I can connect with them. And, um, here Peter, Peter had died. His name is Peter. And, um, he was sort of on my shoulder, like kind of behind my shoulder, sort of talking in my ear as I was Skyping with his, his wife. And mind you, I wasn't talking to her like this. I was, I was texting her on Skype. And she was telling me how, you know, he left her and he doesn't love her anymore. And she was feeling, you know, really sorry for herself. And she doesn't have like this psychic intuitive connection um, that I had with him. She's, you know, she was more sort of practically minded, I guess you can call it. And um, so she didn't believe in all of this stuff that, you know, probably most of your listeners believe in. (laughs) And um, so he was kind of nudging me to tell her that, you know, he loves her and he adores her and he's just happy and free. And, you know, he was happy. He was really happy. And I was telling her that and she just wasn't getting it. And he actually um, decided to come up. He knew that I had this gift, you know, this gift of being able to connect with anybody. So he decided that he wanted to come through me. And this is going to sound weird and seduce her and let her feel that energy of him through me as a conduit. Now here he's deceased. She's in Romania and I'm in the United States and he's, you know, coming through me 
to get to her kind of thing. And, and I was kind of feeling like a voyeur. I'm like, I don't know if I should do this, but you know, then I was like, well, he wants it. She wants it. So, you know, God must want it. So who am I to say no? And he came through me and to her and she felt it. She felt it. She was like, Oh wow. Thank you. You know, now, now I see, now I understand. Now I believe. And, um, so that was one experience. And then like the telepathic experience with being able to connect with, you know, anybody that I want is, you know, he knew that. So I, he used that. And then there are other things that, um, you know, basically I, I knew that I had this telepathic experience or this telepathic ability, but I didn't know how to use it in a way that could bring good in the world other than, you know, for my own selfish purposes of, you know, wanting to connect with whoever I wanted to connect with. I didn't know how to, how to use that in a bigger way. And I felt like I wanted to. So, you know, that was a great, um, you know, experience and, uh, you know, that my, my grandfather, my ex-husband, um, so these all kind of pointed me in this direction of there's you, that I, my consciousness is greater than what I perceive it to be. And so that kind of led me to this point now. Hmm. And so how long have you had the gift? Like how long has this been? been I I think I first became aware of it. um, Probably when I lived in the Cayman Islands in about, what was that? Probably 93. Um, so, yeah, that's the, when I first connected with my, my grandfather. Hmm. Um, I may have had it before that, but I wasn't aware of it before that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about then. That's why I say 22 years, because that's about the time when I really started investigating. OK, what is this all about? And, you know, discovering sort of along the way. Oh, and there's another there's another one that's really exciting. Um, I had gone about. 10 years ago to unity village and I had taken, um, their courses, their spiritual enrichment courses. I don't know what they call them anymore now, but, um, during that week and what happens when you go to unity village, if anybody ever goes to unity and you take these, um, SEE courses is what they called them at the time. Um, you take each course is two hours. And so you sign up for like four courses during the week and so you're in class for eight hours a day during these two-hour classes. And one of these programs was on um, Jesus' teachings. And so we were going through all of his mir- – this is on Wednesday. We were going through all of his miracles. And um, after the one hour – like we were going after miracle, after miracle, after miracle. And it was obvious to me that whatever he did, he would meditate first on on a problem and i think that that was to sort of get himself into alignment with being able to do whatever it was that he did um or well first he was presented with the issue and then he would meditate and then he would come out and he'd do his little theatrics he'd like you know rub his fingers in people's eyes with mud and you know he'd spit on people's tongues and whatever it was he'd do his little theatrical thing and boom the the miracle was done and it was obvious to me that um, because he said it and it said it throughout the scriptures that, you know, we can do these things. We, we can do this or more. And so at the one hour break, I, you know, kind of found a little quiet spot and I asked, I said, because our teacher had her hand in a splint on Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, and she didn't on Monday. And, you know, somebody asked her about it and she said that she had gotten into a car accident years before and, you know, that every once in a while it hurt. Um, so I asked, I said, is there any way that I can help her with her hand to help heal her hand? 
And the answer I got was yes. And I was like, okay, well, what do I do? And I got just no. And I was like, really? Just no? I don't have to do anything? And I got just no. I was like, okay. So, you know, I go back into the classroom. I held her hand. I looked her in the eye and I said, I don't know how. I just know that your hand is healed. And then somebody else came into the room and said, wow, your hand is healed already. And um, the next day, which was Thursday, she didn't wear the, the uh, splint. And she somebody asked her about it. And, and she said, you know, I woke up this morning and it was better than it had been since before the accident. And um, so then I spoke to her over the last year or whatever. Um, and I, I asked her about a year later if she remembered that incident and how was her hand. And she said, you know, it's fine. It's fine perfectly fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. And that helped me to see that again, that was, you know, being able to access consciousness and get out of my own way, um, to facilitate on behalf, on behalf of somebody else. It, it comes from the knowing that it can be done, the, the conscious awareness that it can be done and to remove the doubt, which I think is where a lot of people, um, they fall short is because we're so conditioned to doubt that, um, you know, we we don't um, harness these natural abilities that we all have. So that was that's another great one that helped me to see, OK, that's what really, really supercharged my my process of, OK, how do I replicate that? How do I duplicate that? How do I do that again and show other people how to do it? So that's where that's really probably the pivotal point to where this work is coming from now is like, OK, that was big. Right. <laughs> how do I do that? <laughs> Cool. Now, I know that for a long time you did EFT as well. Yes. And, and how do they relate? Like how are they? Do you, EFT, part of this process is, and especially when you're learning, you need to let it go. You just need to let it go. And I actually use EFT in uh, what I call the five keys to conscious creation, which is um, the, the program that I have to help other people learn how to do this themselves because EFT allows you to let go. It allows you to let go of the outcome. It allows you to let go of the resistance that's in your way. And, um, you know, if, if you use it, it helps you to just, you know, let it go. And that's what we need to do. Like we're so, we cling so much to our stuff that we don't let it go. You need to let it go. It needs to go out so that the universe can do its job because as long as we're holding on to it, it can't come back to us. So um, EFT is really great in that respect of, you know, through going through the process of, you know, getting clear on what you want, letting it go, and then moving through the rest of the process to have it, you know, come into your life. I mean, that really is the bottom line is that we are, we like to hold on to things. We're we're not really good at letting go of things. No. Mm. And when that infinite peace comes in, that infinite peace and patience that I talked about earlier, that's the state that you enter when you know stuff is coming. It's like, you know, you're in this place of infinite peace and patience. You know the things that you want and consciousness that is you knows the things that you want because that's what that's what consciousness wants for you, too. So, you know, when you are able to get into that place, you know. Don't worry. Kind of like, you know, Sai Baba, don't worry, be happy. Um, you know, because everything is coming. And it, as long as you can be in that place of don't worry, be happy, everything is coming because it's a place of trust. And as long as we're saying, where is it? Where is it? I don't see it yet. You know, I've, I've been doing the law of attraction work for so long. And where is it? Where is it? Well, as long as you're saying, where is it? What are you focusing on? You're, you're focusing on it not being there. So when you're in that place of infinite peace and trust, 
it's coming. Like you may not be attached to it any longer, but it's coming. And that's where, that's where EFT helps. Right. Well, I mean, we really beat up on ourselves. I think the law of attraction sort of gave us a, hmm, I want to say a negative perspective on, yeah. um, the whole law <laughs> Yeah. because yeah. it was, you know, it was very greed based. It was very, um, outer based, um, yeah, it had uh, it had a few flaws. <laughs> yeah, well, and a lot of it, um, like for, I saw the original movie, The Secret, mm-hmm. when it first came out, and um, Esther Hicks was in that, and mm-hmm. she talks about, you know, she's the law of allowing lady, um, or she was then. I don't really know what she's doing now, but um, she, you know, and it, it's such a crucial part. It's so crucial to you know being able to allow things to come in because. It's like a, it's like the boomerang effect. You know, you throw it out there and you can't, it can't come back to you until you let it go. And you have to really utterly and completely let it go. And, um, yeah. And this, fortunately for people who have been working with me, um, you know, just being able to go in and say, Hey, you know, let's get rid of this stuff and, you know, make this person attractive and and a lot of people probably who are listening to this call right now will feel over the next few days that whatever that issue is that they were, you know, focusing on earlier, they'll feel a place of peace from that. They'll feel like, okay, I am in a place of peace right now and this is really weird. Um, and they'll know that they've been shifted. They have shifted. Right. Now, um, you briefly mentioned a training program. I'm assuming that means, you know, I I mean, I I see a lot of similarities between consciousness and intuition and whether we trust our intuition and, you know, the different ways we receive energy. Um, But why don't you talk a little bit about the training program and, and how that sort of works? I mean, we know that everybody's intuitive. We know that um, consciousness is available to everyone. Uh, but to talk about your training program. Okay. Before I do that, yes. Consciousness, intuition, it's all the same thing yeah. to my mind. It's all, it's all, it's all the same. Um, so I have um, a program called the Five Keys to Conscious Creation, which actually teaches people how to do this for themselves. A lot of people, I don't know why, I, I don't know if it's, if there's a feeling that there's, you know, too much lack in the world, but a lot of people don't actually teach people how to do, like, they'll, they'll do it for them, and they'll go through a process of removing things for them or whatever, but they don't actually teach you what to do. So the fi- I have a program called um, Unleash the Conscious Creator Within. If you go to HealingCenter.com, that's the first page that pops up, and then it'll go away. Um, and through that program, there are two options for that. One is to, you know, get the five keys to conscious creation plus five consciousness alignment audios, which focus on relationships, finances, health and well-being. Um, what's the, the other one? Um, oh, spiritual alignment and fulfillment. So um, those like you have the, the five keys to conscious creation process, which is a video um, tutorial uh, program that teaches you very succinctly. Uh, you know, I'm not into fluff. It teaches very succinctly, step by step, the processes that you use. And I would recommend going through it once and then going through and going step by step as you, you know, decide what it is that you want to create in your life. And Lori, every single time I've used this, 
And I've gone through every single step and I haven't skipped a step because that's, you know, a flaw of all of us where, and especially me, because I created it. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. I got this. <laughs> and I'll, I'll skip a step. And if I, you know, if I skip a step, it doesn't happen. But if I go through the process and I'm diligent about the process every single time, it works for me. It may take a little longer or it may take, be shorter. It may be like the next day or um, may take, you know, six months, but every single time it, it works. So there's that. And then in conjunction with that, there's the, the five consciousness alignment uh, audios that will help people let go of the stuff that's in their way as it relates to those different areas of their lives. And do you recommend that they do one at a time? Do you recommend it? With the five keys to conscious creation um, tutorial, I would go through each of the videos sort of in one sitting Um you know, take an hour or whatever. It's not that long. Okay. Um, and then I would, um, you know, find a time when you have a few hours because it can take anywhere from 45 minutes to three hours to go through one process. So, you know, when you're at the point where you're like, okay, I really need to address this now, you know, find yourself a, a couple hours when you're alone and do it alone. Make sure you're alone. Or if you can't be alone, do it in your car. Um, because they're speaking out loud, the things that you want, um, is very important. And I'll talk, I talk about that in the video. Um, so, you know, find some time to be alone to do that with the consciousness alignment audios. You can do that at any time uh, you can, you know, listen to them beforehand. You can listen to them out of order. It doesn't really matter when you listen to those. Um, it's just there to, uh, help you align. And every time you listen to them, I've, I've programmed them in such a way that every time you listen to them, you're releasing more. And I think I even say in some of them, you know, release the 100 most negative, uh, you know, attractors that this person has and replace it with something even better. So that every time you listen to those, you're creating something better and better. And, you know, some, some people would, might ask, well, why not remove it all? Well, there's no end to consciousness and, you know, it, you want for it to be sort of an, an easy process, like an easy, um, you know, you want it to be gradual and gentle. You don't want for your life to be all of a sudden switched around and everything in uproar. You want it to be a joy. And I programmed it so that it's a joyful process where people can see sort of the, the little things that are happening in their lives, you know, as they're happening. So it makes it a really exciting and joyful process as they move through it so that, you know, you'll, you listen to it today and tomorrow you see three things that have happened. You're like, wow, this must be working. So like, for example, I, I had a woman that I spoke to a couple of weeks ago who had gained weight and she, I just got an email from her yesterday and she's like, whatever work we were doing must be working because I have been so diligently eating well and going to the gym. And, um, you know, so it, it's like a natural process. It's not like, boom, all of a sudden, you know, some archangel is going to show up in your bedroom and, and dump a treasure box on your bed. You know, it's more of um, seeing how you are the conscious creator of your life and how these things are happening in your life and being aware of how they're happening. So with the video process, you know, go through it first and then watch each one, each step. And then with the other one, just listen to it whenever. And how, I mean, one of the biggest things is that we, you know, one, we don't, we're not letting go and two, we sabotage ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, 
So obviously this is working on letting go. And if you're saying that, you know, the woman, you know, contacted you and was talking about, you know, being able to follow her program and, and, um, exercise, I mean, that's a big, that's a big step. I mean, it's really about how we, how, well, we usually try to control everything in our lives, but if it's something that we sabotage all the time, it's like, it's the opposite. It's like we, it's, it's something that we can't seem to get a grasp on, or we we're so unconscious when we do the things that we, that sabotage us. Yeah. And also if we're pushing ourselves like to go to the gym and to eat well, if we're forcing ourselves to do it, it's not going to work because, um, that is what causes the self-sabotage. So what I did with her in particular, and what I do in a lot of my, you know, audios is I say, you know, and make it in a natural way where this person doesn't even have to worry about how this is going to happen, where it just naturally happens with no particular effort on their part. And that's, what people want. People just want to live their lives and have the things that they want to have and, and be open and free to be receptive to all the things that they want. And so I program them, you know, in that way so that they, it, it creates an open receptivity to the habits. And I talk about habits in the, the recordings as well to the habits that um, cause, you know, the greater fulfillment in that person's life. Okay. Or the habits that, yeah, that have, <laughs> I mean, it's really becoming aware of what it is yeah. that we're doing at all times, right? Well, to a, to a certain degree, um, it is. But when you're aware that consciousness itself is you, and like, what I will do in a lot of these is I'll ask for consciousness to, you know, create a habit in somebody as if they've had it for five years or six months or whatever, you know, as if they've had it for a, a period of time. So it's not like they have to go and try and form new habits. Hmm. The habit is already something that will be within their energetic system so that they already have this habit of, you know, whatever it is that they're looking for. And then it becomes natural. You know, it just becomes a natural state of being like eating, eating like, so for example, I, um, I have a gluten intolerance and, you know, it was a lot to, you know, not eat processed food, you know, and now it's a habit. It's like, that's what I just do, you know? And so I, I don't have to force myself to not eat processed food. I just do it. And so it's not a challenge for me anymore, but I had to form that habit. But what these do is they, shift your consciousness so that you don't have to go and try and do anything. You just, um, you can be aware. It can, you know, be an awareness that, wow, look at what's happening in my life. Look at how I've shifted, but it doesn't have to be, you know, it can just be, Oh, you know, I lost 15 pounds. Huh? I wonder how that happened. Oh, well, I've been eating better and I've been exercising hmm, and I'm not even trying. So it, it's really a paradigm shift. It's a, it's a paradigm shift in the way that we perceive, our reality and our interactions with reality. And the reason that I'm doing these consciousness alignments is because people are stuck. 
people are stuck. So, you know, I'm doing that along with the five keys to conscious creation process so that people can get unstuck. Because honestly, Lori, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be, you know, the person that everybody in the world comes to to be like, okay, help me get rid of this. Help me get rid of that. You know, like constantly, um, you know, I, it, isn't it better to be the teacher that everybody, you know, can be like, wow, I learned this. And now look at what I can create for myself because, we are all one consciousness. It's not like it belongs to Carrie. It belongs to everyone. Everyone is that consciousness. And, you know, it's just a matter of sort of shifting things around for people and helping them to, to realize that for themselves, that they are, they are the creator. And we, we hear that again and again and again and again. You are the creator. But with, like, law of attraction work, it's been sort of like a judgmental thing. Like, while you're creating that experience, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, well, that doesn't really work when, you know, that attitude is put in there. So it's just a, a way of teaching people how to use their natural gifts and abilities. Okay. Um, is there anything that you would like to end with this, uh, this show? Um, you know, I would just, and I, I end like this a lot. I, I heard it from my friend Christian Pankhurst once, and I just really love it. And just be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Like everything in your life experience is there to teach you. And so when you have, you know, a challenge or something come up, it's okay. It's all okay. And just be gentle. And, you know, and now you know how to shift it. You know how to shift it. You are, you are that shift. So that's all. Very nice. All right. You've been listening to News for the Heart. We've been getting the heart of what matters with Carrie Cannon. If you want more information about Carrie, go to her website, healingcenter.com. And I, I'm guessing on there that there's some uh, videos and stuff that they can receive the information on uh, that we've been talking about. And uh, we will have Carrie with us next month. And yes, we've been getting the heart of ma- what matters. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org. 